0: listening to KPCR 101.9 FM in Santa Cruz. This is Salt Lake Dirt with Kyler Bingham. We are at FilmQuest 2023 in Provo, Utah. It's the 10th anniversary of the genre festival. One of my favorites um, like genre festivals, I think, in the world and an incredible short film that I saw that was really unlike anything I've seen here or anywhere at a festival uh, was a short film called Escape Attempt and I have one of the co-directors here with us today. Dan Shapiro just flew in last night, um, and he is the co-director along with Alex Topaler. 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 Um, incredible short film. Um, Dan, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you. Well, I mean, thank you. It's uh, it's kind of surreal being here, and it's an honor to be included in your uh, in your podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So, tell us about about
0: the film. Um, I had the chance to see it. I know it screens tonight this evening Mm -hmm. uh, early evening here the last day of the festival tell us about the film and kind of how the idea came to you guys
1: um well the film it's you know again without giving out too many spoilers you know it's kind of a I guess the core question of the film it's it's all about this idea of you know is humanity static are we kind of on a static track or can humanity eventually evolve itself? You know, is change possible? And can we sort of change the way we behave? Or are we always sort of doomed to repeat these cycles of history really changing nothing but the scenery? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's a film about escape and our main protagonist, Saul, who you've, uh, you know, if you've seen the film, he's, you know, he's seeking to escape his own time, the horrors of his own time, you know, World War II, a concentration camp. And then, you know, he escapes and he goes into what he thinks is the future and what he thinks will basically take him as, you know, as far away from humanity as he can only to find himself in yet another form of a concentration camp and a gulag. Um, And, you know, Run by this kind of brutal alien, almost cargo cult, and uh, and race, and then in the end he realizes that he can't actually escape his own time. <laughs> yeah, so, it, I mean it's yeah. in,
0: it's incredible. And like I was saying as we were walking in, that this felt to me this felt like beyond a festival film. Like it had it just had this high like. Um, like budget value from what I was seeing seeing it just, it looked incredible. Like visually it just blew me, blew me away. And, um, I know you shot in Poland. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell us a bit about that. That, that fascinates me.
1: So, um, well, first of all, let me just—I'll uh, I'll mention that the book is the book is based uh, the the film is based on a book by the authors Boris and Arkady Strugatsky. It was written in 1962, and you know they're very well known in Eastern Europe, and they've written such books as Roadside Picnic, uh, which is what Tarkovsky Stalker was based on. They wrote Heart to Be a God, um, Snail on a Slope. They've even been the you know inspiration many say for you know. James Cameron's Avatar, and many, you know, there's the name Pandora is even shared among, uh, you know, their books and his film. And we, you know, Alex and I, we are, we got our start doing visual effects. We then moved into music videos. We did dozens of music videos. Then from there, we made a transition into commercials after what we thought was going to be quick, but it was actually many years of very hard work. Yeah. (laughs) But we now are fortunate enough. We have a production company called Aggressive. We film around the world. um, And one of the places where we've been filming a lot recently is in Poland. And um, so we we got the idea of making this this film. You know, we love this story already for many, many years. Um, And we were trying to figure out how we can make it. We were sort of beating it out. We started, you know – started figuring out, you know, started thinking about how we can shoot it, where we can shoot it. And then we went to Poland. We were there shooting a commercial and we became very friendly with a production services company there, Autofilm. And, um, you know, we kind of, they became as excited about this film as we were. And they, you know, they basically, you know, this conversation grew. And one of the things about Poland that was kind of amazing for us of all the places that we shot in, they really, they have a very strong culture of cinema there. You know they've got a good heritage. The the cinematographers are incredible. You know it's almost like, you know every every you know they would send us reels of various cinematographers, DOPs, and everyone was just amazing. You know, and we would talk to production designers and like they, it's almost like they they have a slightly different background than many other you know places that we've shot, and it just felt like it was a right match. And I think one of the things because this book sort of originates from Eastern Europe, from mm-hmm. the former Soviet mm-hmm. Union, and is kind of you know came out from behind the iron curtain i think that because in poland they've you know they've also experienced that right. and they've experienced what was the soviet union and what was you know communism there it there was a, there was a bit of a common understanding even subconsciously as to where this film needed to go so i think on a you know kind of human level we really found a lot of common ground there and and from there, it really kind of took off, <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, for, you know, I'll, I'll mention this film, you know, it's self-funded entirely. <laughs> it's something that Alex and I, you know, again, we, we do, you know, we did music videos. Now we do mostly commercials We're we're sort of coming into film from the outside. We don't really know how to raise money. We don't know how to, you know, go and attract investors. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, either we're going to wait forever or try to depend on someone else or lose control, or we can just do this. Mm-hmm. So we were, dead set on making this film one way or another, you know, and in the early conversations we're saying, well, you know, I guess we'll shoot, you know, our spaceship on blue screen and we'll try to make a lot of it in visual effects. We'll try to do a bunch in, you know, in CG, how can we make the planet in CG? I think one of the things that's complicated about this film is that, you know, a lot of it is sort of steeped in very kind of real and visceral human suffering. You know, it's almost, you know, we're visualizing what is essentially a gulag and, It's not something that takes to being fake very well, you know. We're kind of dealing with allegories that are very real and have a lot of like you know real impact on history, you know, from history and real human suffering over over the decades. So we want like it was a big challenge for us. How can we make this have that tactile, real quality? And how can we really give it what it needs? This Um, is is fascinating to me.
0: This is the fact that you had so many people. like really game to help out. I mean, this was self-funded, yes, but you had, it sounds like you had a lot of collaboration
1: where people were like, they wanted to do this. Well, it's it was it was really kind of amazing because like, you know, we would tell people that, hey, we have this idea to do it and they'd get very excited. They said, oh, yeah. I would love to see this story by, I would love to see Escape Attempt made. You know, they were familiar with the book. Um, this book Escape Attempt was kind of like the first entree into the Stragotsky's larger noon universe. It was kind of like the first sketch that they've even made of the whole world construct. Mm-hmm. like, you know, of the Wanderers and this like which is this like alien super civilization and this concept of almost like medieval feudal civilizations mixing with future advanced societies and utopian societies. So it was almost like they're for them hashing it out. So people became very excited, you know, from as a you know from even from the early concept art that we were developing, for example, we we became friendly with a concept artist. And again, this is a guy who's done Mandalorian he's done many huge, huge films, incredibly talented and he's you know, he became incredibly excited. He's like, "Oh my god, I would love to see this made!" And he, you know, he jumped in with us. A lot of our early concept art for the film was made by was made by this guy, uh, Jama Drobayev, very talented. And then it the same thing kind of caught fire in Poland, where, you know, our production designers we met with them, uh, Kuba and Marta Zayat, and they would present us sketches for what the spaceship would look like. Mm-hmm. And at first, even looking at them, and, you know, the mood boards were amazing. Their sketches, their blueprints for what the interior of the ship would look like. We're we're like, wow, this is great. You know, I guess, is this what we should make in CG? You know, we'll have some parts of the foreground sets, and then we'll shoot the rest on blue. They're like, no, we'll build it. And we said, you're going to build it, really? They said, yeah, we do commercials most of the time. We make bathrooms and kitchens, and, you know, we're selling toothpaste all the time. Like, we would love to build a spaceship. So they got excited about it. Then our, you know, locations like, you know, for example, the opening scene in our film takes place in this kind of future, you know, this future almost like, ki- like travel kiosk in mm-hmm. a sense, mm-hmm. where like our protagonists are kind of getting authorization to like go on a vacation to another planet, plan, and uh, the planet Pandora actually. And um, we shot it in this hyper modern museum, which is actually in the heart of the Warsaw Ghetto. And wow. we were the first film shoot to shoot there. <laughs> and it was the kind of thing that, you know, because there's a lot of parallels between our main character, Saul, who's escaping the concentration camp, we wrote personal appeals and personal letters to them. And they let us shoot there, which was incredible. And that, again, wow. the production value is something we couldn't have hoped for. And then for – we shot, um, you know, three days on set on a, sounds, on a stage in Warsaw in the studio um, – you know, our main spaceship set was all built practically. Uh, we obviously shot some of the stuff for when they're flying around on the planet. Just, you know, the foreground stuff on, on blue just a little bit, but everything else was done practically in camera. And then when they get to the alien planet, that was all on location. Mm -hmm. And one of the elements in this film are these kind of everlasting machines, these huge, you know, these huge kind of like, you know, rumbling machines that are just driving in a huge column across the landscape, like grinding it across this, you know, this infinite highway between these two big smoking craters. And we had to try, and, you know, and the planet is like a desolate wasteland. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's just, horrible, brutal place. And we're trying to figure out like, where can we make this? And how can we, you know, how can it look snowy? How can it look cold? How can it look as ravaged as it needs to be? Because, you know, and how, and I guess like, there's a scene when our protagonists kind of find themselves in the middle of a pit full of just dozens and dozens of what are essentially prisoners Mm -hmm. in this concentration camp. And, you know, I mean, it it has to be dirty and it has to be brutal and it has to really carry that like down in like in the textures of everything. And it was something that we're really afraid of. How are we gonna do it? Yeah. And we're kicking around ideas. Maybe we'll shoot it. oh okay we'll we'll shoot it in black and white. We'll maybe like matte paint in a bunch of like snow everywhere. We'll try to do you know and we're thinking, you know, again, this is all coming out of our pockets. So yeah. we're pretty like nervous yeah. about all of it. Yeah. Um on how we can actually make it look correct. But through our brilliant location Scouts and this, uh, you know, and the help of a lot of very, uh, very wonderful crew. There, we actually were able to secure filming on location at the NATO tank training grounds in the north of Poland, and. If you can imagine, you know, we had to get military access driven in by Jeeps, and it's miles and miles of absolutely destroyed terrain. that's mm-hmm. bombed out. There's tank treads going for miles. There's like, you know, when we would go in to scout our locations, the, you know, once we found our spot, they would say, hey, okay, we're going to send minesweepers through just yeah. to make sure it's safe. <laughs> and by the way, if you see anything that's plastic or metal on the ground, don't touch it. Um, oh, you know, my so, yeah, That's wild. So it was, it was incredible. Um, you know, the 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 scenes for, you know, there's a, there's a moment when – our protagonists find themselves kind of in the guard camp, mm-hmm. and it's again, it's kind, of this kind of like medieval feudal, like civilization, like almost like a cargo cult for these like alien machines, yeah. where they're like sc- scavenging and like trying to get control of the machines, but they don't understand them. And again, right. It's uh, and we film that in this full size like Viking village reconstruction, <laughs> <laughs> so it was all crazy. Yeah. Everything was in camera except for you know, and obviously that together with a bunch of CG and machine and uh, for the machines themselves and for the in space sequences. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think one of the things that, and just getting back to, um, you know, your question about why we made this film and kind Mm -hmm. of where it came from, Mm -hmm. obviously from one perspective, we, you know, Alex and I, we, we love science fiction, um, are you know Alex was is from the former Soviet Union and uh, moved here when he was uh, when he was young. My parents were born in the former Soviet Union. My my mom's from Ukraine. My dad's from Minsk, and they moved in the in the late seventies. Um, I grew up in in New York, but I think that you know having this kind of background and and there was a there was a very famous uh, famous author, His name is Sergei Dovlatov, um, and he had this he he, he made a he had a quote and it was, you know, it's not necessarily that we're, and he was from the former Soviet Union and he's had this quote that said, it's not necessarily that we're better or smarter uh, than Americans or that we know anything different. It's just that we've seen the last stop on that bus. Mm -hmm. And for us, you know, these stories from, you know, Strugatsky and from kind of those areas that were under communism, under the Soviet Union, behind the Iron Curtain, like they carry a certain, you know, There's a certain almost sort like they carry a bit of a warning, you know. And escape attempt when we were making it, you know, obviously the story we love and the ideas of you know clashes of civilizations and you know the the ability to change the course of humanity and how can humanity itself, uh, you know, what is the trajectory of a society's development? But also it was sort of intended to be a warning a little bit, you know. Here, you know, in the West we've got this kind of very like glossy, you know, kind of idealistic, sort of hopeful perspective on things, which is good. And that's yeah. how we've done a lot. Sure. you know. Yeah. We kind of have, and, you know, and I think, you know, I'm very much, you know, I'm very, you know, I love the U.S. I love, I love kind of where we live yeah. yeah. And, uh, and my family is here for a reason. But, um, you know, and at the same time, what was interesting for us was to explore that kind of a disconnect yeah. between, well, that's not necessarily shared. And like in our protagonists coming from this, you know, I guess it's sometimes there's a disconnect between what we expect of others and where others are actually coming from. Mm -hmm. And when we created this film, we sort of intended it to be a warning on some of that. But then unfortunately the film acquired a certain, you know, timeliness as for example, you know, we shot the film a few years, you know, we principal photography a a few years back and then post obviously took a while. But after we shot the film is we were just, just about finishing it, Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, this film became quite timely. Yeah, and suddenly these visuals that were a little more kind of, you know, fantastical became all too real. Even to the point, you know, it, when we we screened the film a, a couple of uh, a couple of months back in Warsaw, just for family and crew and friends, and in the audience we had um, we had many people that were actually had just. Come over from Ukraine because mm-hmm. the hostilities were were kind of raging there. And one girl came up to to Alex and she said, "How did you guys manage to shoot this film so fast after yeah. the war began?" And you know, it was kind of a sobering you know sobering moment because you know these things that we're talking about are very much like these themes are very much you know timely and important right now, and they're unfolding yeah. right now. And yeah, now with Hamas attacking Israel and the war that's that's erupting there. Um, so, and it's interesting, even the, even this novel and the Strugatsky's books have, you know, they've popped up again, you know, for example, even, you know, members of Zelensky's cabinet have used them as mm-hmm. allegories and conversation when they're discussing what's happening with, uh, with Russia and, you know, a very famous, um, you know, dj from russia that's now speaking out against the war yeah who has like millions of followers he brought up this exact novel escape attempt in in one of his uh his interviews and you know so it's 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 becoming very timely timely yeah and um yeah and i don't know so yeah i mean really honestly for all of these reasons and I don't know. Well this is like <laughs> yeah,
0: it's- f- fascinating like conversation and film like I-, I need to have you and Alex on I would look cause we'll say as we kind of wrap up wrap up here it's the last day of in-person film quest right now and the film is nominated for six awards if i'm not mistaken yeah uh which is very exciting so i would love to have you to on soon That'd sooner than later and to we could talk about this more extensively and then talk about your cause since you just got here talk about your day here at the festival and how the awards went and awesome. you know i have you know i think it's i think it's going to be a great day um for you and uh it's just wait do you meet all the people here it's just it's a beautiful place and i'm so thrilled that you made the effort to come out because i think you're gonna really have a great time but let, please let's go, let's thank let's you. do a longer thank form interview much. this, yeah, this be, was that'd wonderful be, that'd be really wonderful yeah yeah and thank you for the time and for having. of course us, yeah. yeah absolutely so dan um thank you so much the film everybody is escape attempt um real quick are there any social media plugs that you have for uh, the film, I people mean, can follow. You
1: can, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, escape attempt. And uh, yeah.
0: Great, and escape that's, attempt. That's so I'll have links to where people can find that. And um, again, everybody, this is one you want to keep your, like be aware of and, you know, it's it's on the festival circuit now, but um, this is something I, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of in the future. So uh, Dan, thank you so much again for being thank here. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you.